Stories are not always for us to judge. My name is Osadumebi, and every week I will tell you a short story written by a Nigerian writer or author. That's the long and short of it. So without much ado, this week's story is by Chidema Nalue, and it's titled Brown Petals. Mama is a fading rose. A rose plucked off and tucked away. A lone rose, hungry for sunlight and moisture, but receiving none. She sits now beside Papa, a place Papa calls her position. Seeing her this way brings up memories of Papa's words at my traditional wedding two years ago. Di buugunwai. A woman who has a husband has value. Ngwa, that is your husband. Go and sit beside him, mum. Then I walked towards Nzube, my face all smiles. Now, I sit opposite my parents, watching Mama wring her hands together. She does this for a few seconds, then not knowing what else to do, she clasps both hands in front of her. A gecko skitters across the wall, and I imagine it is searching for its hole. I imagine it is looking for an escape. The scene makes me wonder why Mama never escaped, and why she still has not left. It makes me wonder if, like Papa, she thinks her worth is here, right beside him. Above us, the ceiling fan whirs, blowing nothing but hot air. Yet, Papa is wrapped in a thick cardigan. <clears throat> Uzoma, <clears throat> you cannot leave your husband's house. Papa says, <clears throat> I forbid you <clears throat> from doing it. He adds, his tone forceful. Then the coughing begins. Mama rests a hand on his back, rubbing gently and saying, Ndo, sorry. I don't bother saying sorry. I wait for him to stop coughing before saying, Papa, I already left. I want to add, and I am never going back. But before I get a chance to, Papa cuts in. <clears throat> Do you know <clears throat> what it means <clears throat> to leave your marriage <clears throat> after only two years? After I don't wait for him to finish. Papa, biko, biko, biko. Oboromua, kanzubege, jina mwopo. After that, I wait. I wait to see Papa shock. Not at how I interrupted him. But at what I just said, I wait for the rage to fill him afresh because I know Mama already told him why I left. I wait to hear, So it is true. Unzube dared to beat you, Makachuku Nkiagula. In his next life, he will not try it again. But I know these words will never come. 
Not because Papa is now frail, but because Mama is my father's punching bag. Because Mama cowers under him as he deals her blow after blow. Papa's tone turns placatory. He starts to talk about how couples always fight and how each person needs to understand the other. But he does not complete his sermon. He goes into another coughing fit while Mama coos over and over. I should leave, I think. I only came because Mama begged me to. Because she told me to tell Papa to return Uzube's bride price. To make me come, Mama even added that Papa stopped beating her, that he has changed. Yet, seeing him now, I know the only reason he stopped is because he can no longer beat her. This illness, which the doctors have no name for, has eaten deep into him, leaving him as pale as a ghost. Mama is all he has, and together, they slowly fade. I glance at Mama, a plea in my eyes. You don't have to stay, my eyes say. I have told her this a million times in one lifetime. But Mama does not respond with her eyes. She does not, as she usually would, nod or say, I will be fine. Instead, her gaze flits from me to the bookshelf. What used to be my bookshelf. A lone book sits there now. I watch Mama's eyes settle on the book, a book I recognize immediately. I recognize it because I loved it so much that I insisted Mama read it too. Shapeshifters. But I think nothing of it at first. Why, why would Mama point me to a book? Papa's head rests on the chair. He is asleep. Mama says he sleeps after each coughing episode. Okini, I ask softly, looking at her, trying to make sense of her showing me the book. Mama says a single word. Lawrence. Then she glances at Papa. And immediately... I know what she means, because I know who Lawrence was. I know what happened to him in the book. And now I know something else. Mama is behind Papa's illness. A small dose of poison in his food or drink, and one day it will all be over. Surprise courses through me. I never imagined this. I never suspected that Mama was capable of murder. I never guessed that a book I gifted her would aid this. But then, who knew the mother hen could fight but the person who tried to steal her chicks? Who knew 
but the one who pushed her to the wall. I move towards Mama, but I do not say anything. I don't ask her why she chose this route. I don't ask her why she did not leave instead. I don't say anything because I know Papa deserves this. This slow, painful death. Yes. I wrap my mother in a hug, rubbing her hand up and down her back soothing her and feeling her teardrops settle on my shoulders. Mama and I remain like this for a long time. When we finally untangle and I pick up my bag to leave, I know that Mama will yet bloom. I know that when this is over, color will return to her faded petals. Chidema Nalwe is an emerging writer from Lagos, Nigeria. She loves stories, journals, and YouTube interviews. When she's not bent over her laptop writing content at her 9 to 5, you'll find her sneaking stories into her phone's notebook app. Find her on Instagram at Chidema underscore Vivian. If you've got a story you would like to be featured on this podcast or a published book you want to make into an audiobook, send me a message at Osadumebi on either Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn or Twitter. I look forward to collaborating with you. And if you've enjoyed this week's episode, tell a friend that stories are a good escape for a few minutes each week.